What's up, everybody? Welcome back to my podcast. I hope that the last season where we talked about grief was very, very informative and is able to help someone. Please feel free to click, click, click anytime you need to hear, anytime you need a refresher. It's just not to hear it just one time. I even go back and listen to some of my own encouragement as well. Some of the things that I speak as well, because I need it. It starts with me. And I wanted to make that known as well. This this season that we're, we're going into this week, it took me some time. That's why you're getting it so late. But um, as I do my research, I'm learning as well. And what better way for us to not grow together, for us not to learn together? And please feel free to comment below if you want to tag along, if you want to encourage somebody else, if you have resources, because this, this season that we're walking into, I'm... It's going to be different. It's going to really open up some doors for people who didn't even know what they had deep down on the inside and what, excuse me, what they battle with every single day. So with this podcast, being an empowering person, being an encouraging person, I want to be able to lend a helping hand in every way that I can. Being able to have those revenues and those doors open to say like, look, I need help. I'm battling with this. I'm battling with this. Can you get me some resources? And that's why I said feel free to comment because you never know who you're here to help. Like I said, it's not about just me. It's about us doing this together, growing together. I'm not bigger than anyone. I'm not littler than anybody. We're all equal. We're all in this together. This is what this podcast is all about. But this week, this new season, y'all, it's going to be long. This is going to be the longest season I think I will ever do because there may be multiple things that we have to cover and we may not be able to do it all in one episode. I don't want to bore you. So it may be a part one and part two of each one. Not sure, depending on how much information is given. But this season, we are going to talk about addiction. Say it with me, y'all. Addiction. This is something that is not talked about at all at all period this is something that is brushed up on the rug every single time it's brought up every single time it's brought up addiction people are they're scared of that word and as i was doing my research i looked up the word addiction and this is what this is this definition will be read every on every podcast every every episode so that way we could get the foundation of breaking down an addiction in every category every aspect you name it The definition of addiction is the fact or condition of being addicted to a particular substance, thing, or an activity. So the three key concepts that we're going to be focusing on within addiction is substance, thing, or activity. Now, when you think about it, there are millions of people all around the United States, not just in the United States, in other countries that battle with addiction. Now, this week, this, this like I said, we're going to be talking about different types of addiction, but this week we're talking about drugs. That's the basic foundation of what we're talking about this week, drugs. And yes, many people all around the country, all around the world, they deal with drugs. Now, like I told y'all, when I was doing my research on this, most of the stuff that I didn't know was an addiction. And like I said, I'm finding myself up in this, y'all. I'm not going to be the perfect Susie, perfect Sally. That's not me. I'm coming to y'all real. 
Now, I know you guys are sitting there wondering, like, what is it that you're addicted to? Now, we're about to get into it. Um, as we go through these different types of addiction, I want you to really, like, meditate on it. Now, although one may not be listed, that's cool. But what I want you to realize is that we have to be careful of what we put in our body because our body is a temple. Um, and I always think about it, about it like this. I want to live for a very, very long time. I want to live for a very, very long time. And I always think, I'm like, how would, how would this end in a result if I put this into my body? Yeah, it's okay to say, oh, I'll try it one time or I'll do this just one time. But it's like, that's how addictions start. When you say, I'm going to just do it that one time. I think the most saddest thing is when I'm driving down the road and I see someone who's strung out on drugs. And I always ask my husband, like if my sister's in the car, and I always used to ask my mom this question too. I'm like, what if we can get them the proper help? Like, I just see, I vision, envision myself literally having like a place for them to go and get help. Like me creating this place, having it built from the ground up, having it to where the homeless people, because that's nine times out of ten, that's most of the people who I see on the street who are strung out is the homeless people. Go get, have it to where they're able to take a bath, have it to where they're able to eat, but they're not able to have any drugs, any substance, anything on them. They have to be checked. And yeah, it's like, why would you do this? Why would you go to extra mile? Because my heart go out for people like that. Sometimes it's one thing that can mess up your whole entire life. One time are you going to a party, one time are you doing this, one time are you doing that. And it could mess up your whole entire life. I don't know what happened to this individual to get them strung out. Somebody could have slipped them a Mickey. Somebody could have slipped them something that they didn't know. Or they just tried something for the first time and then got addicted and then look at them now. You said, oh, well, that's not your problem. No. But see, I care for my brother and my sister. They may not be my blood. But at the end of the day, that's my heart. My heart goes out for people. No, I'm not a sucker. But at the end of the day, my heart still goes out for people. And like I said, there's no big and there's no little people. The world may try to portray it as that way, but there's no little... And I think that's the most saddest thing that I see. People on the street who are strung out on drugs, I'm like, babe, can we help them? No, I'm not saying bring them in a home, but in my mind, I ask them the question. I'm like, do you think that we're able to help someone like that who's strung out? Get them the proper help? Or do you think that it'll kill them if they don't have the drug because their body is so immune to it? See, it's like different stuff that we'll have to research, but my heart goes out to say, well... If I could, I'll go and I'll, find, I'll build a place from the ground up if I was in the place, place to do it to get that person the proper help, to have it to where they could go take a shower, to have it to where they can lay, have somewhere to lay their hands, to have it to where if you really want to get off that, you can. And it's crazy, it's off topic, but I was actually just going through some of my mom's stuff and it brought tears to my eyes. It always be emotional. I haven't even started going through majority of her stuff because it's, it's just emotional. I have to break it up and implement. That's just me. But I seen where she had this thing where she was talking about job training, depression. Like she had these whole little pamphlets put together. Listen, y'all go see a lot coming soon because like I told y'all, what's manifest for my mom, it's going to come to pass. Everything she wrote, I was even reading through some of her journals. But... Her heart did go out for people who were homeless and stuff like that, too. So, with that being said, 
it's like we can help someone who's on a day. That's why I said the resources will be available for you to have a helping hand to help somebody else who's hiding from their addiction. I think another thing too that hurts people the most is when they see someone that they love that's addicted. But they was like, I can't say anything because what they gonna say to me? You can't tell me what to do because they gonna bring up all your dirt and all your past or what you do. And it's like, sis, I brought like cousin. I see, I'm just trying to be there for you. I'm just caring for you because I love you. And I think that's the most thing that will actually hurt us. Some of us closer to our heart. If it's if it's not somebody on the street, it's somebody we love. Now, before we get into the feeling of addiction, we're going to talk about the different type of addictions for drugs. Now, the different type of um, drugs that you can be addicted to, of course, the basic ones are alcohol, um, marijuana, uh, cocaine, um, heroin, ecstasy. And there was some more. I got to find my list, y'all. Bear with me. And I'm going to tell y'all, y'all going to laugh when I list my um, my addiction. But those are like the basic ones. Um, to sum it all up, it, it they listed like different type of pills. That's more so like prescribed by the doctor. But the, the, the pills that are given from the doctor, they're more so like to give you a certain type of feeling, like a certain type of energy. And they said normally college kids and students use use these type of drugs. Um, they believe it's called something like a brain booster. Um, it's, it's, also, it's also good to help when you're in competitions and stuff like that. So they have like different things that, that they use to um kind of like you know help them feel like or help them feel like they're improving um and most of the time there are many people as well let me put this out there that are addicted to sleeping medicine and oftentimes that could be NyQuil uh Tylenol PMs Advil PMs like anything that could make you uh you know go to sleep or have that feeling of rest now some it's good and it's bad when you have to take some because some people can't sleep and i understand that that's not good for your health you have to get sleep and some people they they need medicine to help them help them sleep don't get me wrong but when you when you turn it into an addiction as far as a feeling of what you're trying to receive that's when it becomes a problem because remember we're focusing on addiction the fact or condition of being addicted to a particular substance thing or activity in this sisters this week we're talking about substance and when i read through all this stuff i was like people really taking medicine just to be but it's a feeling it's a feeling that you're looking for that's an addiction you're looking to fulfill that void and oftentimes in my mind i'm like we just have to be careful of what we what we put in this temple because our bodies are very important now my question to you out of all the things that i listed what are you addicted to 
Now, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with having a glass of wine. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying, you know, most people have things that ease them. There's a difference when it ease you and you're just trying to take a breather more so than saying, well, no, I'm going to run to this because I feel like it fulfills my problem. Or I feel like this is filling this void. And it's not because when you're off of that, it's like you still have to go back to reality. So when I was going through these addictions, and like I told y'all, this kind of like made me chuckle a little bit, um, (laughs) was caffeine. And I'm going to tell y'all this story real quick. I used to work from this job I used to work for. They used to have an actual espresso machine. I love espresso, y'all. That's why I love Starbucks. And um, they used to have this espresso, espresso machine where you literally get a little, you know, them little, little Barbie teacups that the kids have when they have like a tea party it was literally a small cup like that but it was literally a shot of espresso and every morning and lunch i used to run to the espresso machine it had these little pods now y'all i used to add sugar and cream to my (laughs) my espresso and but the thing was i was i was in essence i was addicted to the taste it wasn't more so the feeling because yeah, it gave me a lot of energy, but I didn't I don't like that fit that jittery feeling. So I didn't like the feeling, but it was like more so I need that taste. And like even now today, I love coffee. Like that's my my weakness. I can have a coffee in the morning and I can have a coffee when I get up get when I um get off work and I can still go to bed because I'm just tired. That's just me, duh. But I'm addicted to the taste. So let's go back. Let's reverse. Because now I'm putting myself in this because I already told y'all my addiction when it comes to the drugs. They, they had that on the list for drugs. It's caffeine. Mine's is espresso. When you're addicted to drugs, you're looking for a certain taste. You're either looking for a taste, a feel, or to fulfill a void. Those are the three things you normally look for. In my sense, caffeine is a taste. I love the taste of coffee. I could drink it nonstop. And I think, y'all, I, I got sick from it because I was drinking it too much. And that's why I eased up off on coffee just a little bit because I was scared I might get sick again. But that's why I was telling y'all in the beginning, we have to be careful of what we put in our body. Because our sometimes, if it's not meant for our body, our body will reject it. That's our warning. Warning come before destruction. I got my warning last week with that caffeine. <laughs> okay? And it's like, enough. my body said, I had enough of caffeine. You got enough energy. You don't need all that. Get you one cup and sit down. My body will reject it. Even when you try to do, like I told you, when you try to do something, like do a drug that you're not even used to doing, like alcohol, that ain't for me, y'all. Alcohol's not for me. It, it don't sit right on my stomach. It's just, I'm just, be, if we're going to be honest, I don't have my share. I don't want it. That's just me. Because I don't like the feeling of not being able to be in control and not know my whereabouts and not know my surroundings. So I like to be somewhere where I'm able to be more alert because I'm a very nosy person. Let me throw that out there. I'm very nosy, so I have to be more alert of my surroundings. But as we go into the feeling of addiction when it pertains to drugs, like I was telling you before, you lose the feeling of control. 
when you're on alcohol, when you're on marijuana, when you're on um, ecstasy, when you're on heroin, when you're on whatever it is you're on, in that moment, if you're not home, if you're not somewhere where you trust people, if you're driving on the road, it's not safe. Even being home, you have to be careful because you just never know what might can happen. You may take too much. You may do too much. And it's like, we just have to be careful of what we put in this body. Like I believe heroin and all that stuff, that stuff ain't good for you anyway. A high, listen, I'm high on Jesus. I like that high, to be honest with you. I like being high on Jesus, okay? Um, and I don't like to come down from that because it's a good feeling. But that's another topic for another day, okay? But I just wanted to actually just share this with y'all because I actually had time to really do research and to say, wow, all these drugs that's out here that we don't even know about. I'm going to actually list some of the drugs that I came across in the um, description so you guys can even see for yourself, like the many things that we have to be aware of for our children when they go to college, when they go to I, college is a long time for me, for my daughter, but when they go to college, even when they're in school, because children don't know no better. Kids, elementary, middle school, high school, they don't know no better. They still trying to figure themselves out. They're still trying to understand themselves. So it's more so like. I want to be on a, a part of this. So when my child get to middle school, when she get to high school, I can say, listen, look out for this, this, for this, this, and this. Don't do that. Because that's how my mom and dad was with me. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do this. So, and bet you when my ears hurt it, I don't want nothing to do with it. So I encourage parents to be on top of your children. Be more alert with your children. Of course, y'all know I got to give y'all a scripture before uh, we close out scripture and prayer. The one scripture that I see is 1 Corinthians 10 and 13. It says, no temptation has overtaken you. That is not common to man. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. So although this drug, this temptation of drugs may come your way, God has a way of escape. So for all those who are listening to this, that's looking for a way out from your addiction from drugs, God will prepare a way of escape from you. Oftentimes we sit, I'm going to go spiritual on y'all real quick, put on your seatbelts. Oftentimes we pray and we ask God and say, God, I need you to help this. I need you to remove this from me. God will extend the exact person, the right resource in your life to help that be removed from your life. It's up to you to focus and to pay attention and say, God, I receive this resource that you have given me. I just pray for this and God, you put it right in front of me. Let me walk into this. God will always have a way of escape. So we can't sit back and say, well, no, I don't, I can't get out of this. I'm stuck in this. No, you're not. God always have a way of escape, but with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape. And you will be, and you will be, this is the word. You will be able to endure it. Y'all, that's the scripture. Let me say my prayer 
and we're going to end this. First, that was 1 Corinthians 10 and 13. If you're battling, I'm going to put these, like I said, I'm going to put all this down just for us to meditate on throughout this discussion of addiction um, during this season. So let's go ahead and close out with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, once again, I thank you for the word addiction that you have given me to be able to speak to your people, God. I ask that this word be able to, to touch someone, this discussion be able to touch someone to say, Lord, I need your help to remove whatever addiction I have before we even get to the list of addictions. God, if, for the ones that are battling with drugs, who are addicted to drugs, God, I ask that you send them the proper resource to their door for all the ones who don't know or don't have a way out and who's looking for a door a way of escape just like you said in your word God I ask that you give them the way of escape so they can endure it God we know you are a God that will never fail we know that you are a God who will never leave us nor forsake us so God in this time we pray for our sister our brother our cousin our auntie our uncles that are maybe battling with addictions and God, we ask that they come out of that addiction from drugs. And God, we just thank you right now for the opportunity to be able to be the vessel, to be able to be the glue, to be able to be whatever it is that you need us to be to help someone else. And God, we ask these many things in Jesus name. I pray. Amen. Once again, this is season two. And we're on episode one. This is talking about addiction, which is drugs. That's topic number one. Next week, we will dive into another topic about another addiction that comes into play in the world that we ignore every single day. But I hope this podcast was helpful to someone. Y'all don't forget to hit the little plus sign at the top of the podcast. Follow me on Facebook to stay updated on when I will post the podcast. Also, you can follow me on TikTok, YouTube, and other social media platforms. But I look forward to sharing more information, learning more with you guys. Y'all have a fantastic week. I'll talk to y'all soon.